Come.
Eternal Father, we come to you tonight once again, God. We come to you with humble hearts and, and open minds and openness to you, what you have for us to say tonight, God. God, we just thank you right now in this very moment, this time, God, that you have watched out for us, God, that you have covered us all day long, God. God, you have kept us in a mind that we will be at perfect peace because our mind will stay on you, God. God, we have thanked you right now, God, for just being yourself, for being the God of all, the God of this universe, God, for everywhere. And God, we thank you for being present in every area, in every space. God, forever we go, we will not be from your presence, God. And we just thank you, God, for that God. God, we thank you for what you've already done, God. We thank you for the leadership of this ministry that is moving us forward, God. That's following the vision that God has given us, God. But God, we thank you for the leadership, God. God, we ask God, even now, before we get deep into this, God, God, would you just pour out more onto them, God. God, just pour out more of your anointing, God. Pour out more of your love, God. Pour out more blessings upon them, God. God, cover them even the more, God, as they move forward, as they do what you say, do in this very hour that God has called us to move and be and ministry to go beyond the four walls God and we thank you tonight God God, we thank you tonight, God. God, we thank you enough that we know if we were done and said anything, our attitudes, our ways, our facial expressions, our tones of voice, God, have they been out of your will, out of your life. God, we come right now, God, for asking for forgiveness, God. God, because we want to be vessels that represent you, God. God, we want to be the light unto this dark world that people may not know what the word of God is, but our life shall show it, God. Our life shall be a, just a, a, the word of God in their life because they need the word God. They need the word. Now life will represent that by bringing them to Christ. God, with love and kindness that we are drawing people back unto God. And I believe that God, your, your kingdom is being expanded now by the very acts and the way our attitude, the way we carry ourselves and the things we do and how we treat people well, God. And how we show them love once to one another, God. We are going to expand your kingdom, God. We thank you, huh? God, we thank you tonight, God. God, for everything that you're going to pour into us, God. God, for everything that you release through your word, God, we thank you, God. We, God, we thank you for the knowledge that you continue to give us through the very word of God, God, rather than just coming straight from your lotos, but God, from the rhema words that you drop into our spirit, God, we thank you even the more, God. God, we will give you honor, God, we will give you glory. 
God, we will give you honor. God, we will give you glory, God. God, we will give you honor. God, we will give you glory in this same God. God, in this platform right now, as the word and as the prayers are going forth tonight, God. God, we believe that everything that you say and you release tonight, that we shall see the very manifestation of it, God. That we will know the word was accomplished, God. We know it will not return unto you, Lord God. Tonight, God, for every word that you send out, God. For every decree of the miracles and healing that will happen, God. For the signs and wonders that will follow us, God. We declare and decree it. It is so, God, because, God, we want to be the vessels for you, God. God, we don't want to be a vessel sitting on the shelf not being used because we have so much corruption in us. We have so many cracks in us that we cannot hold the capacity that you're pouring into us, God. But, God, we want to be the right vessels for you tonight, God. God, we want to be vessels right now that we can be out there and save and deliver and do things by the power of the Holy Ghost, God. Not by our power, but by by our the power that you're giving unto us, God. God, that we will move and do things, God. God, that we know that we will be in the place, God, to be obedient until the end, God. God, in our obedience, God, we know that curses and everything are broken right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, God. God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor. In this name we pray, amen and amen, amen. Let's go into the word of God. Um, we're going to go to Matthew, as y'all saw in the description, Matthew, the 22nd chapter, 36th verse to the 39th verse. Um, and it, it, a little thing on this about, you know, is some, some Bibles that you're reading, this is basically the greatest commandment that was given. And we, God just, just switched me up about an hour ago on what I was going to teach. And he brought that back to me. And he was talking about how people in this day and time know the word, quote the word, tell you what it is, but can't live the word. We have so many people who are quoting scriptures, telling you what you need to do, but they cannot live out the word of God. They cannot apply it and they cannot put it in their daily practice. They can't put it in their hearts and their minds and so what to do with the word and how the word needs to work through them and work for them for their good. Some people are not getting that. And I'm thinking about when I was reading this, I'm thinking about the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, how well they knew things, but they could not put things into practice. Do you know how so many people we got out there in the world that, that say they're Christians that will put the word out there, tell you what it is, tell you what word it is, tell you the verse, the chapter, give you the context of what it is and give you the history of what, how the, the word came about and how it applied then and how it applied now, but can't live it. And God is reminding us that we must live this thing that we preach, teach, go out there to reach and witness to people. We must live this word. We must understand it. And, and, and they were asking them after they saw how great people were knowing the law and everything at the time. And they had a question unto Jesus. And, and they greeted him and said, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law and Jesus replied unto him love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind 
I'm gonna pause then and go to the second. So here is the thing. The first part, it seems very simplistic, but complex at the time. It's simple but complex. Simple but complex. The words and the things that he's giving you to do are very simplistic. But the thing that you have to do to follow through with it means I have to give up some things. Some of us don't want to do that. So if we look at the thing that he said, he broke it down, is to love your God with all your heart. Let, let's get to the, let's, let's break it down by, by your heart. This, this is the part of you. That's mostly the most inner part of feelings or the the most emotional and moral connection to you. The most moral and connection to you is, is something that we must understand. We can't be in a place where we sit there and say, I, God, I love you with all my heart, but our morals are jacked up. I don't want to get into the, the, <laughs> the politics of the day, but we got politics of the day, and there's a group out there they're saying they're about moral beliefs and everything, but when you look at what they do, they do the opposite of what are real morals. So how am I saying I love God with all my heart, but I won't apply the morals of whatever it is to do to be connected to him, to do right, to treat people right, to be able to know that I'm loving God with all my heart, but I can't love God with all my heart right now if I'm out there committing adultery. I can't love the God all my, with all my heart if I'm out there mistreating my wife and abusing her and doing all kinds of things. I, I, I can't love God with all my heart if I'm out there will not take care of my own seed. God. I cannot do all these things but I cannot even treat my neighbor right, the person sitting next to me. I cannot be saying I love God with all my heart, but God got hatred and strife for my brother and my sister. It does not work. And the Bible is telling us that we must love him with all our heart and all our soul. The, 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 the spiritual being that's connecting us with us, that has accountability for the things that we're doing. The soul part of us, the part that's most like to operate in our flesh. If we say we're going to love him with that, we have to understand it. We cannot let our fleshly take over our soul. Our soul thinking must transition and be transformed by the word of God to understand what it means to love God with all my heart and my soul. Stay with me. The last part of that was about our minds. This is where the real struggle comes in. If we look at what really goes on a lot of times, our biggest battlefield in showing God our true love is dealing in our mind. That's why the, the scripture said that this mind that in Christ Jesus also be in you. Let this mind that's in Christ Jesus also be in you. Let this mind that's in Christ Jesus also be in you. It's letting me telling you that your mind will be a battlefield 
if the if your adversary came after the very Son of God and tried to tempt him and speak to him and say things in his mind to battle him while they're at a place of fasting where, where their flesh may have been vulnerable, but that spirit man, their soul was not. If he is trying to attack the mind of the of the Son of God, what thing did you any different? We have to understand it. The battlefield of the mind is a place where the, where the enemy wants to come in. This is where he speaks to you. This is where he tries to get you to tell you, you ain't all that. You don't, it don't take all that. You don't need to do all that. But in that place, if I love God with all my, my heart, my soul, and my mind, God can strengthen me when the, in, the enemy comes in. Because what he does, he always wants to hit your Mind first. He comes after that mind. If I can get into their mind with a central control of what everything they do and want to move into, if I get them in their mind, that's where I can get to. But if I follow the scriptures and say what God has, the greatest commandment God has given, He said, If I love your God with all your your heart, your mind, and your soul. If I do this, I don't give space for the enemy to come in. So we have to understand it, that if we want to be able to win when the attacks are coming against our mind, we must have a mind of Jesus and understanding how to use the word. Ah, you got to understand in this thing, we got to have the word to be able to work for us. And we got that the word work in us. You, you let the word work in you. The word will get in every part of your heart, mind, and soul. And this is where we have to understand, if I truly love God, I have to let God into every area. If I truly want to see the goodness of the land amongst the living, not just wait till I get to heaven and the kingdom of God, I must be able to let God into every area, every area that I've wounded, every area that have scars, every area that seems like it's cracked and broken. I got to let God in because if I let him into and love him with all of my brokenness, high. Let him love him with my all my all my holes and everything that's have voids. If I just love God with all of this, God will come in and begin to do a work and feel. So when I'm loving him with all the brokenness of me, God can come in and make me whole once again. But I have to give my heart, my mind, my body, my soul to God. I'm reminded of the old song that my body belongs to God. My hands, my heart, my mind, it belongs to God. Because if I belong to God, it's because I love God. Which is one of the greatest commandments that Jesus told us. That we must love your God. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The second part of that. And he lets them know. This is the first of the greatest of commandments. And the second is. Like. like it is like this. Love your neighbors as yourself. Help me Holy Ghost. We have to learn how to love our neighbors. And I want y'all to break this down. I will love you as God has shown and gave me the commandment. I can love you because you are God's creation. I can love you 
even if you are dealing with addiction, then and I can love you through all that. But I'm looking at this word. It don't say I have to love what you do. Let that sink in. I can, I can love you. I can be there for you. I can, can show you what how God showed me love, and I can show it to you. And and once you see what God's love is working through me, you understand how God can love you, and you're a real experience what God love is. There's no way that I had to love. What you do. I'm going to love you as the person. I'm going to love you as the human being that you are. This is going to be controversial for some pastors or some teachers. But I have to love the person. I don't have to love what they do. I don't have to endorse what they do. I don't have to agree with what they do. But I'm going to love them. I'm not going to shun them. Because here, here, what I told you about the mind. If you let somebody who is, who is kind of struggling within their mind about if God is real and all of that. And you still love them and show them the love of God. Because God loved you before you understood how to love him. If you show those things and will love those people and love who's around you. That can be the very key essential thing to draw them to Christ. Let God do the cleaning. Can I get an amen on that? Let God do the cleaning. Let God do the work in them. Our responsibility is to compel them to come. And when we compel them to come, God will do what needs to be done in this. I really need y'all to understand it. That if Jesus could love a harlot and be able to talk to them and be able to greet them and not shun them but tell them go and sin no more that lets us know that we have got to love people i finna say something as a as a as a black man of african descent coming from the very motherland of god that god created i will have to love and show love to a white supremacist that's a hard task to be able to say to do, but I'm going to have to show love. Know why? Because in me showing love, that should, should be able to start to break that person down and let them know that God is moving in me and not me moving in. God, when you can show the, the love of God, that means I am seen beyond everything of hatred, faults, Issues, proclivities, whatever you want to say. I'm going to love you. Just like I said, I'm going to love you, but I'm not endorsing your hate. I'm not endorsing you falling into addiction. I'm not endorsing you, your crazy sexual proclivities that you want to do. I'm not endorsing that. But I'm going to love you. And I'm going to show you the love of God so much that it's going to begin to break down with all the walls and all the hurt and all the things. that you're going to want to know what kind of God is this that I am serving and loving. Because I want y'all to understand, we are to win people over through love. I can love you. And I can love you and teach you this word of God. And, and let the word do the work. And me continue to show you love.
Because I show you love. I keep telling y'all. I got to. He- I keep hearing it. Because I show you love does not mean I endorse what you do. I'm not signed up to be in agreement with the stuff that you're doing. But I'm going to always, as the Word of God has shown me, as it's always put in there, I'm going to love you. I don't care what some people might say. Because some people have judged me. Yeah, they're just a preacher, they're just a, the prophet, however y'all want to address me. They have, they have judged me because I've loved people enough. And I love them beyond what everybody say that they, they got going on. I love them because I know that God loved me in my mess and brought me out of it. If I show the very love of God that was shown to me by God, I know that God can do a work in them. So we got to have the thing that to love the people of God, love the people of this world, because you know what? If you can love those people in the world and help them and let them break down those walls, God will come in. God will do the work. You got to understand it. It is not your responsibility to clean somebody up. It's your responsibility to get them to the place where God can do the work. You let God come in. Let the Holy Ghost begin to move in their life and begin to clean it up. Because trust and believe. They will let the Holy Ghost get in them. There will be a change. A change in their life. They won't be the same person. You will start to see change in them over, over the days, sometimes over hours. You will see the change. And why this change is because follow the commandment of God is to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And I got an issue with you if you don't know how to love yourself. My issue with you is, is I want you to take the time that you say you're a Christian and you have not loved yourself. Take some time to start loving on you. If God can love you in spite of every flaw, every imperfection, everything that you have fallen into, and God is still loving you, you got to start loving you. You got to start loving you right where you at and let God continue to work. I, I tell you, when Dr. J was saying that she loved herself somehow, I am a firm believer of. I can love myself because I love God and he loved me. I can do this. I can love myself in spite of what y'all think I look like or what I sound like. You got to love yourself. And I'm, I'm telling you, if God is saying to love thy neighbor as they love that self, you got to start with you. And then once you start with you, you start moving out. Let him do the work on the inside. Let them do the work so it shows on the outside. What's that old song? Something that's working on the inside. Going to show up on the outside. Oh, what a change in in my life. We got to get back to those things. We got to get back to let the love of God get on the inside of you and begin to do a work. Let the Holy Ghost get into the place where he's supposed to dwell in the temple that is you as a human being as the body of God that he can come in and dwell. That's the third part of him that he wants to dwell on the inside of you. And when you have the Holy Ghost in you, there is a love that comes. There are things that when you knew you weren't saved that you you wouldn't usually do, but now you'll do. It's some people that you won't speak to, but now you'll speak to because the Holy Ghost has gotten a hold of you. The Holy Ghost has done something that you would know how to love you so you can love someone else. We got to get to that place. We cannot expect to do things to get somebody to love us in the place 
where we need to love ourselves. When we love ourselves and do the things from the, from the inside out, it is easy to be able to reach people and show people the love of God. We have got to get to that place where we must love once again. We must love in spite of. We must love regardless of. We must love people. In this pandemic, we had to be isolated. And in the isolation, some of y'all had to take time to learn how to love you. Some of y'all were so good at ministering, evangelizing, doing all these things, but you had no love for you. But that, that, that pandemic shut things down. You couldn't go, couldn't fill your things with other things and build out there. And God had to do a work in you and slow you down to make sure you sit down and start to love you. Because when you love you, you can love these other people so much easier. It's so easy to love God when he comes in. It's so easy when you just let him do the work. We have got to get to that place when we just sit down and know that if God is loving me, I can look in this mirror and not have the mirror too close where I can't see what I need to see, but have it out front of us so I can see. This is Charles, and I love Charles. Y'all, I put it in the comments. Just say, I love me. Put your name there. Just put your name there. I, I need you to, to, this needs to be out there and you need to speak it into the alley. I love me some, Charles. I need each one of y'all on that line to put in the comment who you love you because you need to get it into you that you love yourself because God loved me. God loved me before I even made it to this earth realm. God loved me. And if we learn to love us and learn how to love us, that we can reach out and love people around us, we will make a change. That will be the ripple effect that we need to see. We need to see that. I'm telling you, a lot of times, people don't even know how to take it. You got people who have joined games, just who are doing all of this, because they did not know what love is. But if we can love them in the state they're in, God, hide my shakere, if we can love them in the state they're in, and love them enough to tell them to put the gun down, love them enough to stop dealing the drugs, love them enough to start selling themselves, love them enough, God, if we love these people as we love ourselves we can bring in this world we won't have to be like Satan where he has to enlarge hell daily because he does not know what's coming but if we understand that a city that's above the sky that we can love God because he loved us enough to provide another way because we knew that we were going to have somebody that's going to fall but God loved us so much in this season we in this holy season. It's reminding us that God sent his own son, the own part of him to come down and save us because he loved us to get us back to him. We must demonstrate that same love. I, I challenge you this week alone to just begin to tell people, I love you. Just begin to tell you, I love you. Not because anything you try to give me, nothing, but I just love you. I love you. Because why? Because I know that God loves me and I can, I can love someone else because it's just easy to love people when you got Jesus in you. It's easy to love when the Holy Ghost is moving. You can do these things. I trust 
and believing. And I put my trust in God by us as the body of Christ. Even this body of believers that we are right here. I trust and believe. As the more love that we show, the more love we express that, that, that our territories are expanded. Ah, God, my gosh, I'm on. I see quote is Shamadiribusa, Ramandiri, Sigirina, Mamandereco, Soko Ramanda, Basakeri under the Woko Shamania di Ricoso, Risa Manaria Seki. Ah, Mamma, Mamma, God. My God, we thank you. We thank you for this, God. Mm. Mm. God, we thank you. God, we thank you that you took the time to love us in spite of our mess. God, because you loved us in spite of our mess. God, I know I can love someone in spite of their mess. God, I can love them. I can love them in spite of them. We thank you for that. God, let us pray tonight. Eternal Father, tonight, God. God, we thank you for what you have brought back to our remembrance, God. God, we thank you for the word that you have given unto us. God, to know how to love you. With every being, every part of us, our mind, our heart, and our soul, God. We thank you for reminding us to love you with every element of us, God. That we would move into that part of understanding. If we love you like that, God. If we give all of that, we know that God can open up things for us, God. But we must first make a step to do what needs to be done. As your word reminds us, God, if we draw nigh to you, you will draw nigh to us, God. And God, if we express more love to you, God, I know you're going to express more love, God, to us, God. God, as we sit in this place to hear from you, to understand you even the more, God, we understand that this place and how this world is operating and why we having so much hatred and wars and about power and about money. Money. But God, if we would take the time and stop focusing on power and money and focus on love, God, we know things will begin to change, God. God, we know things will begin to work out, God. God, let us, we thank you for your grace, God. God, as you give us grace, let us give people grace. God, I, I feel that. God, you have given so much grace to us, but God, we need to be that gentle, that loving, that kindness that you have given. We must give the same grace to people, God. And God, as we understand that we're giving grace, God, you give us the wisdom and how to operate in that grace. God, because we want wisdom, God. We don't want to fall unto blind loyalty. We don't want to be blinded by foolishness to do things because we are giving grace. But God, give us the wisdom how to keep applying grace, God. We need your wisdom, God. God, we need your wisdom to what to do in every area of our lives tonight. God, we need your wisdom to be able to operate in the place that we're in, God. We need your wisdom, God, because you are the only one that can give that wisdom that will surpass this earthly realm. To know what to do and how to do it in these times, God. We thank you, God, huh, for your wisdom tonight, God. God, we thank you right now that you have demonstrated what is love, God. God, you have demonstrated what we need to do and how we need to show love unto the people of this world. God, because everyone of this world is part of your creation, if they're not your child yet. And I say not your child yet, because God, there is a possibility because you are God that they will come in and God, your kingdom is going to continue to grow. God, we thank you, God. 
God, we thank you for what you did tonight. God, we thank you for the breaking down, the teaching of your word. God, we thank you for understanding how we need to love us to love others, God. God, as we continue to let this chain of love keep moving, God, we know things will work out. We will see the healing, deliverance, and miracles. God, we will see the signs and wonders. Because of the commandments you have given, we are following them, God. God, we thank you right now, God. God, we, we pray right now in the midst of this time of, of families of bereavement, God. God, we pray that God would let peace and comfort come into them, God. God, comfort them in every area, God. Give them peace while they're moving forward to lay this person to rest. God, even to our own church family, God, as they're preparing to lay uh, a family member to rest, God. We continue to give them strength, comfort, and peace, God. God, we thank you right now that God is going to do what he said he's going to do, God. God, as we take this time that we're going to continue to pray for the, for the Miller and Pelt family as they're preparing for this weekend, God. God, strengthen them right now in every area, God. Give them the comfort, God. Give them the peace to what they need to do to make it through these next couple of months while they're in this grieving process, God. Strength now unto them, God. Peace now unto them, God. Comfort unto them right now in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. God, in this time, we want to make sure that we don't forget about our people. God, the people that are connected to us. Rather it's through blood or rise through the blood of Jesus, God. We are connected by blood, God. God, let us not forget neither one of them, God. God, let us be able to bind ourselves and bond and build and be the troop that God has designed for us to be in. God is being this time, God. Continue to keep our strength. Continue to keep the bonds of brotherhood and sisterhood. Uh, mother to daughter, father to son. Keep all the connections built and strong. God, restore every area that is lacking in relationships, God. Because God, we know and we trust and believe because it's in your word that you share. Restore unto us, God, we trust. God, we declare the creed. What needs to be done, we know it's going to be done. In your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. 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 As I'm looking at announcements. Seeing the announcements that they're sent for a bishop's family member, uh, Sister um, Ebony, we're going to uh, make sure we be a support. The service is going to be Saturday, Greater Faith Temple, Church of God in Christ, in Melbourne, Florida. If you want to do something, please reach out to our bishop and uh, our leading lady. Make sure we can support. If you cannot be there, make sure you can support them in some any kind of way. We thank you. We send condolences. We send love, support to our family. But that's our family. Our bishop, anybody that's laid out bishop is our family. Let's continue to support um, Dr. J and serving the First Lady in ministry. Keep unlock the power of prayer to get closer to God. Please keep supporting her, MJ Ministries, and um, this is our this is a brother of ours. Bishop Yu, this is Shuma Miller, 
that's supporting him and his book, and he's on our page as well. Just lift him up. Remember to continue to support our family and our people that's close to us, that we continue to grow strong in the Lord. Those books will help you continue to move forward. We thank you. We thank you all. I love you all. I'm going to start it off. I say we're going to say love to everybody. I love you all, everyone that's on this line, from Bishop to Tasha, who I've seen, to Adrian, to Ann, to Sister Georgia, everyone that I've seen so far. If I still don't see your name, I still say I love you. And I pray that God continues to bless you this week. Until next time.